okay, Susan, what do we do if a word is thrown at us? Right. And that's what I personally do all the time. I stop and I ask God all the time today, is that true or is it not true? Yeah. Hi, I'm Carrie Korn, a brand new therapist. And I'm Susan Goss, a seasoned therapist. Susan has been my mentor for years. And we love talking about therapy, faith, and relationships. So join us as we share some tangible truths with you. Carrie. Yes, ma'am. I've got a question for you. Okay. It's a deep one. Okay. <laughs> you know I love deep questions. Oh, my gosh. Have you ever been told... I don't know, in your childhood, that you were sensitive, lazy. Susan, this, yeah. is, this isn't a deep question. That's a hurtful question. I know. Yeah. I know. But I know your story. Yes. And I know you were. Right. Yeah. There's. It's so funny because when you say that, it's like instantly these memories come up. And mm-hmm. like sometimes it's not even a memory. Like I don't remember being told I'm lazy, mm-hmm. but I have this core belief that I am because I know it's been said so many times. Wow. You know, and, words but, yeah, hurt. They words, do. Words matter. They matter so much. They really do. I'm going to read you this, this scripture. Okay. This is the message translation mm-hmm. that says words kill. Mm. Words give life. They're either poison or fruit you choose. That's Proverbs 18.21. You know, it's so true. And I was even just thinking about, as you were saying that, not just my own story, but you and I are both counselors. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know about you, but the majority of my clients, where they're stuck is words that were spoken over them. Spoken over them. Right? Not necessarily an event that happened to them, but something that somebody said that they can't get past. Words are so powerful. Mm -hmm. I mean, they are so powerful and they stick. They do. This makes me think of an experience that I had with a mutual friend of ours. Mm -hmm. Um, Her name is Cindy Boozy. And Cindy, we lost her recently. Yeah, we did. Um, And it's just, I, you know, I still have these days where I want to like I've actually found myself picking up my phone because I just want to text her and oh, get yeah. her advice mm-hmm. um, and have to stop and remember that she's not with us anymore. But while she was here, she shared her life with so many people um, through a process of discernment prayer, which mm-hmm. is kind of like prayer counseling ministry type situation. Mm-hmm. And because I had had so many words spoken over me, mm-hmm. either through childhood or gosh, I'm even thinking like in school from I was going to say friends, but not friends, classmates, you Mm -hmm. know, and Mm -hmm. then my first marriage was very toxic. And so I had all these just piles of words that had been spoken over me. And Cindy and I were kind of going through this process of unpacking that and Mm -hmm. trying to find some healing in it. And I remember sitting with her one day. She's one of the most godly women I've ever met in my whole entire life. She is. And she gave this illustration and I'm like, that is so crass, Cindy Boozy. I cannot believe you're (laughs) using this illustration. But if you can say this, then I guess I can too. So we're talking one day and she goes, Carrie, if I reached down onto the ground and I picked up a steaming pile of dog poop Mm. and I threw it straight at you, what would you do? What'd you say? I was like, I would duck and run as fast Mm. as I could. Mm. 
And she said, yeah, but when people throw words at us Mm. that are untrue, that are mean, that are like gross, we catch it and we hold on to it Mm -hmm. like we're supposed to, Mm. you know? And she's like, we've got to get in this process of when people throw words at us Mm -hmm. to stop and say, is this true? Or is this just dog poop that's being thrown at me that I don't need to catch? Mm -hmm. That has been such a good illustration for me, Mm. you know, because there are times when people say things to us that might be hard to hear, but it's true. I love Cindy Boozy. Can I just stop for a second to honor Cindy? We can, because she's amazing. She is amazing. I I love Cindy I'm even thinking like to this day, I would not be the woman that I am today. Mm. Had it not been for her taking the time to unpack with me every single lie that had been spoken over me that I chose to believe and Mm. hold on to. Oh, I, I love her. And I cannot tell you. How many times, of course, I did also, uh-huh. I will self-admit too, I also had several sessions with Cindy with discernment prayer, but Cindy also came into my sessions and did discernment prayer with my clients. What a and gift. I, what a treasure yeah. and what a treasured gift that I will always have as memory. And we, I'm going to say, I, you will not believe this, but yeah, you kind of will, that we had so much fun yes, doing it together. Absolutely. I mean, it was amazing. So I just honor her. I love her. And you're right. She's a spiritual giant. But one of the things that prompted me as you were just speaking, Cindy did say that. Cindy would say, always, she said, let's just stop right now. Let's just stop and ask God, is it true or is it not true? Mm. Speaking of, and I've used it every since, every session in my personal life. So I know you're fixing to ask me, Carrie, Uh because you always do. Okay, Susan, what do we do if a word is thrown at us? Right. You know, what do we do? And that's what I personally do all the time. I stop and I ask God all the time today. Is that true mm. or is it not true? Yeah. Cindy knew then and I know now and you knew too that that's keeping it real. Is it true or is it not true? Yeah. Uh, because it's all about identity because keeping it real on the, on the scripture that I just read, mm-hmm. again, I'm going to read it. Words kill, words give life. They're either poison or they're fruit. You choose. Right. So. Just because somebody calls us mm-hmm. a poisonous name, right. a poisonous word, words that kill, we either grab them mm-hmm. and we live like that's true right, and take on that label or we release it. We ask God, is that true? that I'm filling the blank. Mm -hmm. Is that true, God? Yeah. If it's not true, we don't own that title and we need to release it to him. Is that an easy process? Yes or no? Not even (laughs) slightly easy. Not even slightly. Yeah. Not even slightly. I think what happens is if you go through the process that you and I went through with Cindy, where it was not a a five minute conversation, it was multiple conversations With God, with tears, with laughter, with all of those kinds of things, you can get to the point 
to where now in my daily life, for the majority of time, I can stop and go, is that true or not? Right. Okay. I'm not going to hold on to that. That's not true. Mm -hmm. I'm going to release that. But before I went through that healing process, Mm -hmm. I was not capable of doing that. No. And I think we have to go through that process first where we kind of go back a little bit because sometimes those lies become our identity. That's like they exactly really that. do. And I so, so kind of walk us through a little bit what the process looks like when we're first going, I need to figure out all the lies and how do I unpack that? And that just sounds overwhelming. It does. It sounds overwhelming, but we can start at the first which I I know it does sound a bit overwhelming, but the first place that we both started, and it was what I do for my own clients, is I say, let's go back to the first lie spoken over. Right. And you may think that's overwhelming. I don't remember. So let's ask God. Yeah. God revealed to me, if you were my client, I'd say, Carrie, let's, let's just both pray. Yeah. Let's ask God to reveal the first lie ever spoken over to you. Mm-hmm. It might have been from your parent. It might have been from a babysitter. It might have been from a teacher. So many times, I know you hear this, it's from a person over authority. Yes. Whether it be a teacher, whether it be a parent, whether it be a baby, whether it be a coach. Right. And the fact that it isn't an authority figure makes us believe it even more. Absolutely. Well, they should know. Yes. Because they're in authority over me. Yeah. Which you and I both know is a lie straight from the pit. Mm-hmm. of ill mm-hmm. because it doesn't necessarily mean they know anything because I'm going to reread. Do I need to reread the scripture again? <laughs> Please do. Words kill, words give life. They're either poison or fruit you choose. The truth comes from where, Carrie? God. Yes. His language is truth. His language is truth. So second step, once God reveals where that first lie came from, we release that lie to him. Yes. We release the lie to him. And then we ask our clients, we already know what they think of themselves. Yes. If you were my client, already know what you think of yourself. That's already written down. You've already told me. Now I'm going to ask you to go through scripture and ask you know, God, what do you say about me? Right. One of the first scriptures they do always find is God says in Psalm 139 that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Right. And they pick that apart and they write that on that sheet. And you ask God to reveal, is that true that yeah. I am fearfully and wonderfully made? Is that true, God? And you will see tears as we work through all of that. Right. But there are so many scriptures that reveal who you are in Christ and your identity is in him. Mm-hmm. And Carrie, you said that you have a sheet uh-huh. that I had given you about the truth and the lies yes. about identity in Christ. Yeah. I think it's something that you use with your clients a lot. You had given to me as a resource um, and we'll put that on the show notes, but it's, you know, it's a list of lies and then the truth of God's word that kind of combats each one of those lies. But even like for me, I know when I was going through my process of asking God to reveal lies that I had believed and let them become labels in my life. Then when I got to that part of, okay, so what is the truth? 
I think there's, there's several ways that we can get there, Mm -hmm. you know, and I believe, and I know that you believe that God still speaks, Mm -hmm. you know, and so just getting quiet and asking him, God, what do you, what is the truth? Sometimes something will come to us in that moment. Sometimes that it's doing a Google search, you know, what does God say about me as his child? And then reading the scriptures that come up or, or sometimes going to somebody that we love and we trust and saying, I've always believed this lie that, you know, like one that I actually have struggled with my whole entire life. I I believe this lie that I have to perform in order to receive love. Mm. And so I can go to my husband now and I will tell him, I feel like if I don't do this well, I'm not going to be approved of or I'm not going to be loved. And he will look me in the eye and he will say, that is a lie from the pit of hell. Mm -hmm. The truth is that you are lovable just as you are. Even if you never accomplish anything else, I love you. These people love you. And it's just so reassuring Mm -hmm. to hear truth spoken from another person. Mm -hmm. And so as we're talking about this, one of the things that I thought of is, can we do this by ourselves? Yes. Mm -hmm. Should we have to? No. Probably not. No. And I feel like this is something that would be really a good thing to invite someone else into that process. Yes. As we're unpacking these lies, whether it's a counselor or a mentor Mm -hmm. or, you know, I'm just thinking like, what if you and your best friend got together and said, let's do this together? Yes. I'll help you with your list and you help me with mine. And I even like the way you just worded it. I'll help you with your list and you can help me with mine. You know what that just did? Normalizes. Right. Like we're not in the, I'm not in this alone. Right. We're in this together. Listen, we're always better together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and doing it together really does help because honestly, people do think, and I know you found this too, as you've begun your counseling, do think they are alone in this. Right. They do think that their story is unique and it is. Our All of our stories are unique, but they do feel alone in going through the process of what they've been told and their Mm -hmm. label, but oh my word, they are quick to find out when they're going through this process, the lies being spoken over them. Oh my word. When they hear their, their friend Mm -hmm. going through, and let me tell you the lie that was spoken over me. Let me tell you the lie that was spoken over me. Yeah. Oh my word. It is so it in a way it is comforting to know that you're not alone. Yeah. And and when you're going through something like this to let's find out together who God says we are mm. in him, that I'm a child of God, right. the daughter of a king. Yeah. So it's a it's a beautiful thing to work through a process together. Yeah. And to pray mm-hmm. together when two or more right. are gathered in his name. He is there. Because he already knows. Yeah. So it is a beautiful thing. So one question that I have for you, and this may be hard to unpack in like a short podcast, but something that comes up that has come up for me when I'm working with clients is they start to identify these lies and then they realize that these lies are attached to people that my dad said these words to me. Mm -hmm. My favorite teacher said these words to me. And there's a lot of anger that comes up mm-hmm. about why would why would someone who was supposed to love me mm-hmm. say such terrible things over me mm-hmm. so in this process of identifying the lie 
asking God if it's true or not, and then asking God what the truth is. What do we do with that anger or unforgiveness or resentment that might come up against the person who spoke the ugly words over us? Oh, that is a fantastic question because it is part of, I'm going to use the the term healing process, Mm -hmm. if I could use that phrase. And I definitely feel that has to be another episode of ours is forgiveness-unforgiveness. That's part of the forgiveness piece. And forgiveness is definitely a, a process. And without the forgiveness process, there's a piece of us that remains or can cause us, you know, to be angry, mm-hmm. bitter, mm-hmm. resentful. Right. And even consciously or unconsciously, we will remain that way. And it and we have unfinished business in our life. So we have to do a forgiveness process. Here's the deal about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And you'll hear it in another episode that we need to do mm-hmm. on forgiveness is because it's so important for our souls yes. to do forgiveness work. We are never more like Christ than when we choose to forgive someone Mm -hmm. who has harmed us. Because here's the thing about forgiveness. It's not even natural. It's not natural. It's not, is it? No, it's not. It requires Jesus. It requires Jesus in us to do it. It's okay to say, God, I don't even want to. Right. So I, but I know that this is, it, it requires you in me to do this because with forgiveness, you know, Jesus says, I forgive and forget, mm-hmm. you know, but with us, uh, speaking of the brain, right? there's an amygdala because mm-hmm. of the amygdala in our brain, you know, we don't forget. No. We don't forget. No. So that's why I, I'm using the phrase process because it's a process all the time to get to a point where it no longer is for harm for us or for them mm-hmm. who have harmed us. And we can get there yeah. with Jesus, but and it's I a feel process. Like, I feel like it's easier to get to the forgiveness piece once we've done this work, yes. once we've allowed God to go into those places and reveal truth to us yes. and for us to take those lies and say, no, I'm not going to let that define my identity anymore right. because that kind of like brings so much freedom. Yes. And you were talking about healing. Yes. It brings so much freedom and so much healing to our own hearts that it then makes it easier to do that forgiveness. Yeah. Then you know what you're forgiving. Exactly. You know what you're forgiving. It's not a blanket. Yeah. Forgiven. Right. Uh, And what I'm hearing you say is we don't just quickly like, Oh, I forgive them. It it is a process. It, Mm -hmm. it takes time. It, we don't have to rush it. We Mm -hmm. can trust that God's in the process and that as long as we're moving at the pace he's asking us to, we can get there eventually. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. And like you said, if we do this first, we know what what we're forgiving. It's not blanket. It's very specific. And God will yeah. honor that. He will honor that. Yes. Yes. Every time. Okay. So we started this episode with you asking me the question, has anyone ever told me I'm sensitive or lazy? Yes. <laughs> Thank you for that hard question. Yes. And I think what I've learned is we've all had those moments. Yes. Like every single one of us has words that have been spoken to us that have shaped us, labeled us, kind of formed our identity. Mm -hmm. So this is really normal, but leaving all of that pain there 
is not healthy for us. Mm -mm. Right. So we need to go through this process of identifying and finding the truth and moving into a place of truth. So the tangible takeaway this week is going to be a little bit harder than Mm -hmm. most weeks, Mm because usually we want to give you a really simple, really practical thing that you can implement today. This is more of a process, isn't it? It is. I'm going to use Cindy's line. Okay. Though I like what she told you about poop. Right. Um, Now, I wouldn't, uh, I didn't know we were going to use the word poop today on (laughs) the podcast, but but I like it. We like to be sassy and real around here. We are sassy and it is real and I like it because it's catchy. Yes. uh, And uh, it's memorable. Yes. And poop does hit us with words. And isn't that not true? It's so true. And when it is, let's go with that for tangible. Okay. When it hits you today, mm-hmm. audience, when it hits you today, stop and think about that. Right. Are you going to receive it? Because you have a choice yes. to receive that or not. And to ask God, is that <laughs> is that something? <laughs> do you want true? me to catch this? <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to catch it? Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. Or is it not? And and I'm going to release that to you. Mm. I can't handle it today. Right. Don't want to. If yeah. it's not true, I'm releasing that to you. Mm. And there may need to be a mirror moment. We're not perfect. We're not saying that I'm perfect, Carrie's perfect, you're perfect. We're saying have a mirror moment with God. If there's any part of this that I own, yeah, then show it, reveal it to me. Right. If there's not, I release this to you. Yes. And... My identity, I want my identity, Carrie wants her identity, we know that you want your identity to be in Christ. Mm -hmm. Anything that's getting in the way of that, that's what we're saying work needs to be done. Right. Is that a fair statement? I love that. Yeah. And I think that's good. And that is something that we can implement of just to get in that habit of asking that question, God, is this true or not? Right. And if if it's it's, not true, I release it. mm -hmm. If it is true, help me learn from it and respond to it how you want me to. Right. And I think the, you know, the deeper work, you're going to have that that sheet on the thing, the first lies spoken over, peeling that onion away Mm -hmm. to find out what causes us to receive that all the time. But that's deeper work. Yes. Yes. Words. And we hurt people with our words. That, right. That's that mirror moment. Yes. God help me not help me to be very, you know, very aware of my words. Of my words. Yeah. Okay. So this is pretty deep today. It was. <laughs> it was. So be sure to check out the show notes. I will put on there that list that Susan uses with her clients to kind of help us with that truth and lie thing. And we'll have some resources there for you as well. If you want to start this journey, this healing process, we know it takes time, but from two people who've gone through the process, Mm. fully worth it, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Fully worth it. And remember, if someone throws dog poop at you today, (laughs) that's right. Don't catch it. Don't catch it. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network. 